Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of What the Heck is Crypto? Before we get started, a quick announcement about the show. We are going to be making some changes moving forward. Adam Ray will no longer be joining us. He's found some very exciting work in Hollywood that he needs to focus on. So, Adam, thank you, buddy, for helping me get this show off the ground. I wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors, man. From the beginning, it's been a mission of the show to to try and help crypto novices make sense of this this complicated and uh, rather crazy space. And although the show might not be uh, quite as funny moving forward, I am going to do my best to educate you all and uh, hopefully help you make some money along the way. So, without further ado, let's uh, let's jump right into things. Uh, if you were around uh, for last week's episode, you know that it was a uh, rather chaotic uh, week in the crypto space, you know, per- perhaps the most chaotic week I, I have ever seen. Uh, we saw the largest, uh, or, or I believe second largest, excuse me, exchange in the world, uh, FTX, uh, paused customer withdrawals, and then later became effectively insolvent and declared chapter 11 bankruptcy. Uh, crypto is in shambles, uh, blue chip coins down 25, 30%. Uh, coins like Solana just absolutely uh, wreck. There's been a lot of people uh, sitting around just wondering uh, what what is the next shoe to drop? Uh, is there going to be contagion? Are are we going to be okay? And uh, this week uh, w- was not much calmer than last week. There's been a lot of a lot of new events happening in the space, uh, especially with regards to to FDX. So I wanted to bring you guys uh, up to speed on everything that's happened. Now, uh, th- this all starts uh, immediately after the show last week on uh, Friday night. Uh, crypto Twitter started lighting up with, uh, with the news that uh, one of the FTX wallets had uh, apparently been, quote unquote, hacked. Coins were uh, drained from the FTX cold wallet and uh, they, the attacker started swapping these coins for uh, all sorts of things. A lot of uh, a lot of swaps made into to ETH and it, as if that wasn't crazy enough, it it soon uh, soon came to be known that the the FTX iPhone app and, and possibly website itself had all been compromised. Uh, one user reported that the uh, the app tried to actually make withdrawals from his bank account. So um, absolute chaos on Friday night, and uh, you know as, as this this story has continued to unravel, uh, more uh, more information has has come to life. Uh, light and, and and things have not gotten uh, any less uh, crazy. Uh, to try to recap some bullet points for you, um, heard a famous short seller, uh, Mark Cahotis, has uh, basically accused uh, FTX of having uh, uh, connections to the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, he's raised some questions about uh, Gary Wang, Sam's uh, supposed uh, partner worth uh, sixteen billion dollars, who who nobody can seem to. Uh, locate or uh, you know gather any uh, realistic backstory for uh, Cahotis has also suggested that uh, this entire operation is some sort of a, a government uh, psyop potentially trying to uh, bring down the space or I, I don't know the exact theory uh, you're welcome to go follow that down the rabbit hole and and pursue it if you uh, if you want to um, earlier this week uh, Sam began tweeting. Uh, sort of erratically, uh, one might think this guy, you know, after basically blowing up billions and billions of dollars of, of, of customer funds, would would at least like lay low for a little bit. But 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 he was uh, spotted at the the local uh, grocery store uh, buying some groceries, and and he's been tweeting some weird uh, erratic things. Uh, one thing of note, he 
he tweeted the the word what and then it started uh tweeting one letter at a time h a p and everybody was uh for a while uh, speculating what the what the heck is going on with this guy what 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 is he tweeting is this is this some sort of a dead man switch and then uh twitter sleuths uh eventually realized that uh, what sam was actually doing was uh trying to game uh a uh Twitter deletion bot that everybody references to see when uh, people delete tweets. So this was a uh, a bit of a ruse that Sam was using to cover up the fact that he was deleting tweets. Uh, not a good idea, Sam. Uh, he 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 famously noted before the crash that uh, FTX definitely had all consumer funds. This was all fud. Uh, all the money in a bank account. Uh, all of that was, of course, uh, false. And I, I suspect this uh, little ruse is not going to go uh, very far for him. More contagion uh, was revealed in the space this week. Uh, Genesis, one of the, uh, maybe the largest lender in the space, like really vital part of the space with a lot of the infrastructure that happens behind the scenes. Uh, they initially said they had a minimal exposure to FTX, then it was 150 million, which wasn't, a, wasn't going to have a material impact on their their business. And then, Today it came out that they were in fact actually requesting a billion dollar loan to um, try to uh, salvage the the business. I'm 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 skeptical that this sort of loan is going to make the company solvent, but we we shall see what happens. Some 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 possible fallout from this GBTC, the the grayscale Bitcoin trust. It's been uh, kind of famous in the space is it was initially a way for people to to buy bitcoin who who could only trade particular types of uh securities um that 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 traded on you know US sanctioned exchanges as opposed to literally buying bitcoin this was really popular in the last bull run it initially traded at at a huge premium to the bitcoin that was in the trust right so when bitcoin was say 40,000 you it may have cost you effectively you know, $55,000 um, to, to purchase uh, the trust. Now that, that premium went away during the bull run. And, and, and since then, like the, the uh, trust has been trading at a, a massive discount to the assets under it. I, I think last I checked a 40% discount to the, the assets. So basically a, a $20,000 Bitcoin only got you about $8,000 of, of Bitcoin in the trust. Um, not, not a great situation there. It, it seems pretty evident now that the reason this this huge discount has been persisting in the space is because uh, a lot of companies, I, I, I think, were left with this on their balance sheet. It was it was used as a collateral from some of the parties that have blown up over the past year. They've been probably trying to unload it and uh, bringing the price down. Uh, but also that discount, it it, it seems now is. Uh, Reflecting a, a credit risk in the the, the holding company uh, itself, and th- th- this could be a big deal for the space if this unwinds. I mean, you're just going to unleash. Um, I think Genesis has ten billion dollars, or excuse me, GPTC has ten billion dollars of Bitcoin uh, in the trust. I don't think we want to see uh, what happens if that uh, is, is is sort of released and and hit, hits the market. Can't be can't be a good thing. Uh, people who are kind of attached to this, uh, kind of think that this is unlikely to, to be unwound. The, the reason being that uh, Grayscale charges a uh, pretty egregious 2% uh, 
uh, management fee on the uh, trust every year. So that, that means that this uh, $10 billion trust is netting them a, a, a cool $200 million a year to uh, basically buy and hold Bitcoin. Uh, pretty good gig if you can get it, I guess. Um, anyway, though, getting back to, to, to FTX, uh, there, there was more, more chaos today because uh, FTX official account uh, tweeted out that this account is now uh, in the, the custody of, well, not in the custody of FTX anymore. It's now in the custody of whoever's doing the, the bankruptcy uh, proceeding. And, and they, they today tweeted out the uh, chapter 11 bankruptcy first day affidavit. And it is just chock full of some of the most ridiculous, juicy, just, just mind blowing kind of details that you know, I've ever seen. And, and <laughs> I think a lot of people seem to have ever seen uh, some, some highlights from, from the affidavit. Um, apparently there's no evidence really that FTX ever had any sort of cold wallet, a cold wallet being a, uh, you know, wallet where the, the, the customer crypto would be sort of custodied in a, a uh, really secure manner. It's called, it's cold because it's not really connected to the internet. It's not easily accessible hackers is sort of like a deep storage protocol that apparently uh, never existed seems like everything in the the exchange actually flowed through sam's uh, hedge fund uh, alameda which as as we mentioned last week was was allegedly a separate company i don't think anybody in 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 crypto who was in the know ever really believed that and we're, we're getting uh, confirmation of that uh, right now i mean there's there's just clearly rampant fraud here with the details in this affidavit Worth noting that the uh, the uh, CEO who was brought in to sort of oversee the proceeding, uh, I believe his name is John Ray, uh, said this is this is the uh, quote worst thing he's ever seen. Uh, well, I guess the technical quote is never in my career have I seen such a complete failure of corporate controls and such a complete absence of trustworthy financial information. Uh, this really means a lot coming from this guy because he literally came in to clean up the Enron bankruptcy. So uh, FTX, bigger mess than Enron. That is quite the claim to fame uh, at this point. Some other details from the affidavit. Uh, apparently, Alameda loaned uh, Sam himself over $3 billion, um, also made loans of 500 plus million, 55 million at various other loans to uh, employees, uh, these funds have not really been accounted for yet, but, um, you know, that, that's, uh, people have been wondering where, where, where did all this money go? It's a pretty big hole in the balance sheet. So, uh, so there's three or 4 billion of it right there. Um, apparently the, uh, fair value of crypto held by FTX on the balance sheet was a, a whopping $659,000, uh, well short of the 5.5 billion that Sam claimed in a tweet, uh, last week. There are 2.2 billion of total assets on the balance sheet, but uh, but the CEO has uh, stated that he 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 has absolutely no confidence in that balance sheet because the company apparently had no accounting departments and did not really keep any uh, <laughs> officially audited books or financial records. Um, it, it was revealed that there 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 was an auditor of of the FTX.com group of companies. But apparently that auditor is, uh, 
is not being trusted here in, in the bankruptcy proceedings because on their website, their claim to fame is that they are the first auditing firm that lives in the metaverse. And isn't that just great? Um, friendly, uh, friendly reminder for everybody that uh, this, this company did raise $1.8 billion um, from uh, Gigabrain funds like Sequoia, SoftBank, uh, Tiger Global, they apparently did all of that without having a CFO, without having any sort of a accounting department, audited books whatsoever. So, um, you know, good job. Good job, guys. Uh, don't be blinded by greed or anything. Uh, good job doing your due diligence. Uh, we thank you for your service. So uh, clearly things are a gigantic shit show. And uh, we're all sort of asking ourselves, well, wh where do we where do we go from here? <laughs> How do we recover from this? Uh, can we recover from this? Um, unsurprisingly to me, uh, the, the media is moving to whitewash certain uh, elements of this. It's, it's kind of unclear whether this is like a uh, sort of organized thing or if this is uh, Sam uh, working behind the scenes trying to uh, to, to pull some strings. Um, I, I, I say this is unsurprising because it, it was well known that, that Sam was uh, the second biggest donor uh, of the entire Democratic Party. He'd been hobnobbing with all sorts of uh, politicians, celebrities uh, on Capitol Hill. Um, unsurprising that we might be trying to uh, distance ourselves from him or, or, or change certain elements of the story to make things uh, appear less severe than they they actually are. Uh, we got the first whiff of this this week with this like absolutely egregious uh, puff piece in, in the New York Times um, on Sam where a lot of focus was uh, put on to seemingly trying to make him a bit of a sympathy character. Uh, the, the, the article lamented that he had, uh, quote, taken on too much and, quote, venture stuff distracted him and and, uh, you know, what made a, made a big point of talking about how humble and frugal Sam was when at this point we all knew about his, his private jets, um, his hundreds of millions of dollars of, of real estate. And, uh, the fact that he, uh, apparently filmed his, uh, notorious, uh, most generous billionaire, uh, viral video from, uh, literally the balcony of his $40 million, uh, penthouse. Uh, while telling us all to our face in that video that he uh, drove a Toyota Corolla. So, you know, good job, New York Times. I mean, never really held you to the highest standard, but this, this is certainly not helping things. Um, uh, one more highlight of the article was that it uh, actually uh, it reserved a couple paragraphs to uh, let him uh, plug the uh, video game company that he uh, <laughs> had invested uh, FTX funds in. So. Uh, great job there. Uh, Reuters headline said uh, that Sam did the financial system a favor. Thank you, Reuters. Very sensitive of you. Uh, fortunately, not all of the media failed us this week. Uh, Vox came through with some uh, really juicy text messages that leaked that really seemed to confirm Sam is, I don't know, a delusional, a complete sociopath. <laughs> He, uh, he, he seemed to confess that all of his woke behavior, his ethics, his altruism, uh, all of this was just a, uh, just a PR stunt meant to uh, 
pull the wool over all of our eyes when the reporter sort of confronted him on the fact that he had lost all of this user money and, you know, and, and, and how it had happened. Uh, Sam's, Sam's response was, uh, quote, sometimes life creeps up on you. Yeah. I hate it when, uh, just going about your life and, uh, bam, you lose, uh, you lose $20 billion or so of, uh, users funds. Yeah. Very relatable, Sam. As for the, uh, the politicians, they are predictably all attempting to now shift the blame, uh, onto crypto itself. Um, Elizabeth Warren has been making a lot of news on Twitter, obviously Elizabeth Warren, friend of crypto, uh, not really, but she's been, uh, heavily pushing for uh, more regulation, the uh, proof that this is, uh, the crypto can't be trusted. We need the, the government to come in uh, and, and save us all. But I, I want everybody who's, who's following this and, and, and is not maybe super familiar with the space to, to, to really remember that or to, to even understand in the first place that what, what happened here is not the fault of crypto in the slightest. Crypto is fine. Real crypto is fine. In, in fact, I, I would argue that not, not only is this not the fault of crypto, it is, it is actively the fault uh, of, of government itself. And, and I would point you to uh, patient zero of this uh, SEC chair, uh, Gary Gensler, who has been for years at this point a, an outspoken critic of the space who talks nonstop about the need for regulation and seems to have just been like running obstruction the, the entire time, uh, refusing to give any sort of blessings to uh, good players in the space like, like Coinbase, who are, who are trying to make strides in ad advancing uh, products forward that are, are safe and regulated for consumers. And the, these companies end up sitting on the sidelines due to the lack of regulatory clarity Meanwhile, this, this just opens up the field for all of the scammers out there who don't give a damn about regulatory clarity to, to absolutely flourish and, and run wild. And in the meantime, we have had these you know, scammers or bad parties, whatever you want to call them. There, had, there has been mass chaos in the space this year. And Gensler ignored this year alone, he's ignored a, a $20 billion plus Ponzi scheme in the, the collapse of the uh, Terra Luna ecosystem while he you went after Kim Kardashian for making a couple tweets about shitcoins. And, and, and while it's not great that we have a bunch of influencers uh, tweeting about shitcoins, you call me crazy, but I, I feel like the SEC chair should be preventing multi-billion dollar frauds um not uh not hating on kim k and slapping her with two hundred thousand dollar fines it's it's it just seems like a a gross misallocation of resources to me um but even worse than luna and luna was pretty bad i mean losing 20 25 billion dollars of, of user money is, is is pretty bad um but I would say FTX is, is worse, not just because this was a larger pile of cash. This is a $36 billion uh, Ponzi that, that went to zero. But, but what makes FTX particularly gross is, is, is that it happened directly under all of these uh, supposed uh, regulators and, and politicians' noses. Six months ago, the SEC 
uh, investigated FTX US on multiple matters and they found no wrongdoing. And not only did they find no wrongdoing, but they, they continued to to meet with them, uh, ultimately giving them a, a no action letter that that allowed the company to broaden its reach in U.S. markets. And they stood by for months while uh, FTX named stadiums and bought athletes and paid for you know $30 million Super Bowl commercials with Larry David that convinced millions of people that this was a legitimate company that they could trust and, and, and enable them to basically deposit all of their funds. This happened right under everybody's noses. These same people that are telling us that we need to give them more power to uh, control the space so that they can, uh, quote unquote, protect us. Well, thank you. Thank you, Gary, for uh, protecting all these people from, from FTX, from Luna, from all the other bad players in the space. Thanks for nothing. There have been literally dozens of politicians, in addition to Gensler, who have been happy to overlook the uh, massive fraud going on, uh, apparently right in front of everybody's faces, because they're happy to lap up the tens of millions of dollars that Sam was throwing at them, um, throwing at the, the, the Democratic Party pretty much exclusively, uh, as I can tell. And perhaps a lot of this is just coincidence. Perhaps it's a coincidence that that Gary happened to, to teach at MIT with the father of uh, Sam's Alameda CEO, Caroline. And perhaps it's a coincidence that Sam's mom just has to be a big booster for, uh, happens to be a big booster for the Democratic Party, uh, or that his father, Joseph, have helped craft uh, Elizabeth Warren's 2016 uh, tax legislation. And perhaps it's just a coincidence that Sam was, was lobbying for months before this incident to regulate decentralized finance and, and enshrine himself a regulatory moat uh, around his own businesses while FTX was just absolutely littered with connections to the uh, traditional uh, banking industry. Perhaps all of these things were just one big happy coincidence, but uh, if, if you believe that, uh, then I've got this great new uh, FTT token to sell you. Now, I don't want to sound too cynical here and in I, I am a little bit cynical. It's hard not to be cynical watching this stuff happen uh, right in front of your face. Uh, you know, not even stuff that was all that unpredictable. I don't think there was anybody years ago who who thought like something like this could could never happen. This is always like the fear um, we had in the space of like allowing these sort of large, uh, quote unquote, trusted centralized parties to uh, custody our crypto to to do things behind the scene that we couldn't verify instead of instead of custody and crypto in our wallets and and checking uh, the chain for us. Um, it is hard not to be cynical, but I think as a user of crypto, y y you have to not just walk away in disgust right now. Um, you can't let all of these people in the government in the media tell you that crypto was the problem here. They want to, but we, we, we can't let them do that, right? The, the, the failure of FTX was not a failure of crypto. It was a failure of trust. It was a failure of government, a failure of centralized parties, of all of these things that crypto was created to literally get rid of in the first place. And these people that are telling us that they're going to come in now and, and save us and crypto will be safe with them at the helm. It's, it's just all, it's just all bullshit. It's, it's, it's lies. It's more, more lies and, you know, trying to cover up for, for their own 
uh, egregious actions here that have led this to occur in the first place. And though times are dark right now, it's it, it's really important to to take a step back and 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 look at where we are. I think because even though so much has blown up, um, there are some uh, some little uh, rocks of hope, I guess, in, in the wreckage we we see before us. Um, in a year where centralized lenders have gone under Celsius, uh, Voyager, uh, massive hedge funds that we thought were big players in the space, Alameda, Three Arrows Capital, uh, we saw a $20 billion Ponzi collapse to zero in, in a matter of hours and, and Luna, $36 billion exchange go to zero and, and FTX. And it, you see all this and it, it, it might be really tempting to just write all of crypto off as a scam tempting to think that all of those naysayers uh, were right all along. Ha ha, I told you so, you idiot. Why did you believe in the space in the first place? But I would argue that those people are not right. It's, it's not crypto that's scamming people. It is scammers that are scamming people. And within all this wreckage, like if you, if you look, if you know where to look, like we can very plainly see a, uh, a, a few shining beacons of hope, if you will, that, that do represent what this space is, is truly about. You know, Bitcoin, the, the reason we're all here in the first place, still continues to chug along, producing block after block after block, pr- processing transaction after transaction after transaction. Uh, Bitcoin does not care what the government does. It doesn't care what any particular person does. The, the network is decentralized. It, 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 it exists outside of all this chaos it keeps going. And, and, and that is really important because that is the, really the, the, the keystone upon which this entire uh, space is, is built. And the, the fact that that is all still in place through, through all of this should, should give a lot of people hope that there, there is something real here. Um, but, but even beyond Bitcoin, like it's not like everything that was created since Bitcoin collapsed and was a scam. Like we, we have made innovation beyond Bitcoin. I know there are some Bitcoiners who will disagree with this particular um, line of thought, but like I, I, I do really believe that, that Ethereum has, has made like incredible strides in the, the, the realm of decentralized finance or, or, or DeFi, as we call it for short. And although it is true that 99% of DeFi, maybe higher, unfortunately, did end up being uh, you know, either outright scams or or, or badly constructed uh, uh, Ponzi schemes. Um, it's important to note that most new technologies, when they come into being, are I don't know they they they, they tend to have a lot of scamminess to them. The internet, when it was created, was mostly nonsense. It, in the early days, it was basically a place where you um, do things on the the dark web. But we we didn't like we didn't have commerce back then. We, you couldn't put your credit card in things. Um, and in the dot com bust, like ninety. Five, 96, 97% of those companies like never, ever, ever uh, saw an all-time high again. But that didn't mean the internet died. That didn't mean the internet was uh, silly and we should have all gone back to, uh, you know, the fax machine and, 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 and pencils and, and paper. Um, and we see the same thing right now in, in DeFi, like the, the bedrock of DeFi amongst all the wreckage here. Uh, protocols like Aave, Uniswap, MakerDAO, all of these protocols in this year where everybody blew up, where billions were lost, where prices went all over the place, mostly in an extreme downward uh, direction, 
all of these protocols continue to operate business as usual with no harm to users because users of these protocols don't have to trust people. All I have to do is trust the code. And I have no doubt that regulators are going to try to tell you that that DeFi is, is basically the same as SAM. It's basically the same as FTX. It's basically the same as, as Shiba Inu coin. It's the same as, as the Ponzi coin that Floyd Mayweather was promoting. It's the same as all these crap, but it's not. Like it's important to take a step back and, and, and look with like a nuanced lens at the space and, and think critically about like what is worth keeping and, and, and what is not. And the Bitcoin is, is, is obviously worth keeping. If Bitcoin is useless, then we should all just pack our bags and go home. But like the innovation beyond Bitcoin, the innovation we're seeing on Ethereum, the innovation in, in DeFi, like this is worth protecting. Like Lehman blew up, Bear Stearns blew up, FTX blew up, Ave didn't blow up, Uniswap didn't blow up, Maker didn't blow up. This is a totally new way of us doing everything in the financial markets, right? And not, not only do we not have to trust anybody with these protocols, but we can audit what's happening, right? Like all of the transactions for Uniswap happen on chain. They, they are public. Like if, if everything Sam did in running FTX was on chain, this would have been over with years ago. But because he was allowed to exist in this sort of like regulatory moat that he had sort of built around himself or that lawmakers had sort of allowed to be sort of set up offshore um, because of their stance to crypto in the States. Um, because of this, he was able to obfuscate all of this fraud that was happening behind the scenes, the type of fraud that you, you simply cannot see on these decentralized protocols. I truly believe that all of this stuff is, is, is still the, the future of finance for, for all of us. Um, and, and, and now more than ever, like we, we do have to remember why this space came to exist in the first, first place, to, to not throw the baby out with the bathwater. Because I feel like in the coming years, we, we are really going to have to all band together and, and, and fight for these true crypto values like, like never before. You know, there's that saying, you know, first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you, and then you win. Well, I, I think we're entering the, the fighting stage now. Um, you know, crypto has been declared dead many times before, only to, to rise up from, from the ashes. And it, it may take a while to come back. It may take a while to win these fights. I don't know if it's going to take months. I don't know if it's going to take uh, years, but I, I, I do know that we, we are going to win because there is something real here in the space. And, and though it can be tempted, tempting to, to, to walk away from the space during times like these, uh, we saw this obviously this year, we saw this in 2018, we saw this in 2013, we've seen this in, 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 in every bear market where something almost inconceivable happens. And, Everybody uh, declares the space dead, but, but the space isn't going to die. Elements of it will die. Most of it will die. The vast majority, majority of it even will definitely um, die, but, but crypto as a whole will not. And, and, and I know that as a listener, as an enthusiast, as an investor, wh whatever you are, if, if you are able to stick around for, for these hard times um, to fight through what, what is sometimes just, just, just boredom. 
um, and, and, and stay interested. If you can do that, these are the times where you make the money, right? You don't make the money when prices are going up 30x, when all of your Uber drivers are telling you about the dog coins you're buying. Like you, you make the money when you buy, not when you sell. And you make money when you buy by buying at attractive prices. And prices only become attractive in the first place because so many people have, have either been, become forced sellers or you know, have just left due to boredom that these, these, these prices become just so detached from the, the true value that you're, you're, you're now buying at, buying at a bargain. And I'm not saying that we've bottomed right now. Like I, I think that we probably haven't. Like I, it would not shock me in the slightest if we go down another 30, 40, 50% and that's just on Bitcoin. Like it wouldn't shock me if other stuff goes down another 80, 90% still. It's, it, it's entirely possible. It's a lot of um, you know, dark clouds on the horizon, not just in crypto, um, but in macro. But it's hard to believe that we haven't at least hit like peak panic at this point. Sure, it's possible worse things could happen, but man, I mean, <laughs> this week has been, uh, these last couple of weeks have been, have, have been pretty crazy. Uh, is there more contagion in the system? Likely. Will prices go lower? Likely. But um, I don't think this is the third inning. Uh, I think we're closer to the seventh inning. Um, and I, I personally will be starting to buy now, I think. I will be saving a lot of cash for lower because I, I do think we are going lower, but, but it is, it is hard to pick bottoms. It, it's almost an impossible task, especially if you're a non-professional uh, investor. And, you know, my experience has taught me that in, in times like this, when you just see these absolute blowups, even if in the coming weeks price goes lower and you, you feel stupid, um, very rarely, like six months to a year out, do you, regret buying at these, um, dis distress prices very, very, very rarely. Um, so I think if your belief in the space is strong and your, your, your time horizon is, is long, then you want to start nibbling right now. I mean, keep paying attention, um, start nibbling, definitely keep a lot of cash on hand, but, um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's almost time to start accumulating. Okay. So that was a, that was a good rant. I enjoyed that. Uh, hopefully I'm back next week with uh, some happier news. Um, I look forward to getting into, you know, talking about maybe some of the smaller protocols in the space. Some of the stuff I'm excited uh, to invest in. It's been a little tricky for me to to do because realistically speaking, I've just felt the whole space has sort of been going down for such a long time. And, you know, crypto is pretty notorious for the fact that everything just goes down together, right? You don't really want to be uh, messing around with the uh, altcoins and, and bear markets because they can literally uh, go to zero. But 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 at some point, I, I think we do want to start uh, talking about uh, where to put our money again, uh, where we see uh, the next exciting uh, innovations coming uh, on the horizon. And, and I look forward to uh, look forward to going over that with you guys in the, uh, the coming weeks, months and and hopefully years. Um, so on that note, uh, I'll leave you. Hope you all have a very happy Thanksgiving. Hope your turkey is uh, delicious. And I will see you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.